It's the Rams House, powered by guys in shorts. Whose house? Rams House. house. Good morning, Gavda. The Rams are <laughs> headed over to London. Good they old are. London. It, uh, yeah, across the pond to take on the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, it was a week seven win, fortunately, as the Rams took on the Falcons in a game that they should have won and fortunately did with a 37 to 10 victory. Yes. So happy about that. Very Much happy. Needed. Yeah, absolutely. We'll talk about all of that, plus all the news surrounding the team this week on the Rams house. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Darren Besa. Another week and a Rams win, as you oh. have said. Those are so much better than uh, than any other week. Oh yeah, especially coming off of those uh, three losses and, and and that big loss in San Francisco. Oh I mean, god, yeah. If you if you had that magic pill that you can just pop into your mouth or what's that device on uh, Men in Black where they just uh, oh right yeah you swipe forget. it in front of your eyes yeah, and you just yeah. makes you forget about it. Oh, I would love that. I that's, would love that. Yeah, that's what needed to happen after that San Francisco uh, loss. But yeah, they they're back in it, thirty-seven to ten, as you have said, and it looked like a very good game. Yeah, well, it should have looked like a good game against an awful Falcons defense. Um, I mean, let's uh, let's start there since we're talking about it. Uh, this is a game the Rams should have won handily. I think what Atlanta has one win on the season. Yeah, um, that you know they're still a high-powered offense, so I feel like the fact that we held them to ten uh, is a good thing. So maybe let's start with the defense. What did you like on defense, and how about uh, Jalen Ramsey and his contribution already in the first week with the Rams? Yeah, Jalen Ramsey, um, as I said last week, I wasn't quite comfortable uh, on that trade. I'm still kind of iffy on whether or not he's going to be that guy for the Rams on defense. I like how Wade Phillips is uh, implementing him, and he did show up big um, on Sunday. He had one job, and that was to go ahead and put some pressure uh, and to just crowd all over Julio Jones. And... For the most that's, part, and that's not an easy job. No, no, that's not. <laughs> that's not an easy job at yeah. all. <laughs> Julio Jones, he's a great, great wide receiver. Matt Ryan, who led the league in touchdown passes and 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 receiving yards, they are the combo that they needed to go ahead and watch. And uh, especially with Aqib Talib on injured reserve, obviously Marcus Peters no longer with this team, it was a Jalen Ramsey, uh, Jalen Ramsey show. He uh, produced uh, four tackles, and he really contributed on a uh, forced fumble. And this is the kind of production we want to see for our corners. Um, and I hope we kind of see this going into uh, this, this week's uh, game against uh, Cincinnati. But Jalen Ramsey, he was all over the field. He looked good, and I really welcomed him. And uh, hopefully it produces from this point out. I could not agree more. Mm -hmm. Um uh so, yeah, now the Rams' uh, offense, we know after the San Francisco game, we were all down on Jared Goff, the offensive line, even Sean McVay's play calling. Those were all big concerns. Um, looking at the Atlanta game, was any of that an overreaction just because we weren't used to getting beat that bad? Um, anything's fixed? Or was this Atlanta game exactly what was supposed to happen and uh, the verdict's still out? The jury's still out. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not going to say that this game was beautiful in the essence 
of just because this was the Atlanta Falcons. As you said, they were one in five heading into this uh, heading into Sunday. And this is really what we were supposed to see from the Rams all season long. A continuation of where we were last season. And for the first time in a long time on Sunday, we kind of saw that Rams from the 2018 season. Them putting up big numbers. They put up 37 points while our defense locks them down and only can put up a touchdown or two. This was a game that kind of worked on all three phases. Our offense did their job by moving the ball. Our defense did their job by getting to Matt Ryan, even our special teams. But as far as for offense, I liked how Sean McVay and I loved how Jared Goff, they kind of spread that ball all the way around. If you look at Jared Goff's numbers, he went for uh, 22 for 37, 268 yards, two touchdowns, and a rushing touchdown. And I don't know if you had a chance to actually see Jared Goff uh, get into the end, end zone by himself. Jared Goff, he's, yeah, yeah. He, he's not a um, Russell Wilson. He's not that type of guy who no. uses his legs very much. And on Sunday, he used them. He actually juked the heck out of uh, Deion Jones. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> yeah. That was great. He, he got right around him, and uh, he got into the end zone, and you see Jared Goff spike that ball. And that's the kind of excitement that I really have been missing this season from the Rams. When You're right, yeah. Yeah, when, it, when your players, whether it be Todd Gurley or Cooper Cup, or in this case, uh, Jared Goff, get into the end zone, get excited, and carry that momentum throughout the rest of the game. It it really helps the team and and us fans. You know, we dig it. And and we see how, we saw that how he got juked out with uh, Deion Jones. And Jared Goff needs to be that guy, but I don't think at this point in time he is that guy quite yet just because he is no Russell Wilson. We don't see no. him operate on that scale yet. Moves like that will be the exception and not the rule, but yeah. but still, nonetheless, good good to see him utilizing, getting creative. You know, I, I feel like that's something that with this kind of poor offensive line play is it, he hasn't had the time to get creative. Um, you know that he had last season. I mean, of course, last season he had all the time in the world yeah. to you know go through his his uh, targets and whatnot, but. But this season, it's been a little more of a struggle. So, so good to see him, you know, uh, getting creative when yeah. the you know, pocket breaks down. Yeah, you you leave the the creativity for at least for this team. You give them in the hands of your wide receivers, and you get them in the hands of your running backs and your tight end. If our O line did what they did on Sunday, and they performed it whether it be Cincinnati game uh, coming up or any other game throughout the continuation of the season, we have a fighting chance. We have a chance for Jared Goff to go through his checks and throw that ball downfield. You're giving an opportunity for our running backs to, uh, uh, for our O-line to make those holes, to make it easier for our running backs. Our, our key on offense is not necessarily the wide receivers. It's not the running backs because we've seen how much our running backs have struggled these last few weeks. It's our O-line. If yeah. they create the time uh, for Jared Goff, even if it's just a half a second, a tick or two, um, it, it's doing wonders for Jared Goff as we have seen on Sunday. 
Yes, indeed. All right. Any other uh, takeaways from the Falcons game before we move on? Um, you know, I, I like to say that uh, I, I like Sean McVay and how he utilized our running backs um, for this particular game. We yeah. have seen very little of Todd Gurley. Uh, obviously, Malcolm Brown was injured or Daryl Henderson the last few weeks. This week, uh, he used him 18 times for Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley got a uh, passing touchdown. In addition to 18 attempts from Todd Gurley, Daryl Henderson got an additional 11 attempts. So he's spreading the ball around. We're kind of, you know, dibbling it to our tight ends. We're, we're giving it to our wide receivers. Now we're giving it to our running backs. And as a production, we're putting up some good points. We're putting up 37 points. That's the kind of team that I miss. You don't want to rely on your wide receivers. You don't want to rely on your quarterback and have him throw 45 attempts, 50 attempts. That's way too much on Jared Goff, and it calls for a very predictable game. Spread the ball around. I like, in addition to our running backs, I like to see our tight ends a little bit more. Gerald Everett, he's been doing a great job over these last few weeks. He got 50 yards on Sunday. He also got a touchdown. We're starting to see a few things differently. We're starting to see some two tight end sets, which is really not Sean McVay's um, play calling style. But uh, we saw it a little bit and it produces. So why are we going to deviate from that plan? Let's continue it and let's move on to the Cincinnati uh, game coming up because this is what they need to do. They need to reflect back to Sunday. They need to reflect back to last season and continue it with uh, the Cincinnati game. Yeah, I yep. like it. I yep. like it. Let's keep rolling. Mm -hmm. So uh, so Rams, they're already there in London, right? They, uh, uh, When did they get there? Uh, they got there a few days ago. Uh, it, it's always okay. good for any team uh, when they travel internationally. You want to get your body adjusted to the time frame. I, I'm sure these, these guys, uh, they hate it. And yeah, London is a thing that honestly, I am thankful that we don't have to do it again. Uh, and I'm not saying we're never going to do it again, but at least for next year and the, the few years after, I don't see the Rams going back to London necessarily. At yeah, that we've point, paid our dues. Yeah, we've paid our dues for the last, oh, how many seasons now? Three seasons. Um, our stadium should be done by uh, next season. So uh, uh, by rules of NFL... We don't necessarily have to travel to London unless the Rams opt to take an international game just for um, uh, press coverage and marketing. Oh, I'm sure not in uh, not in that first season in that that cushy new amazing stadium that uh, is looking better. Oh, by the week. yeah. Oh, yeah. Our, our, our five billion dollar uh, stadium. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Love it. Can't wait oh yeah ah but uh let's not get ahead of ourselves uh rams versus bagel Bengals. this is another game that should be a handily won victory by by the rams yes. um uh any thoughts on uh, the upcoming game um this is a game that the rams should definitely win you have a winless cincinnati Bengals. you have the rams coming off of a a great win and even though we're in london uh, even though this is a home game for the Rams, uh, we should get this win. Right now, the Rams are heavily favored to win by about 13 and a half points. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's definitely in favor uh, of the Rams. And um, 
I, I don't want to say it, but uh, I'll, I'm going to throw this out to you, Jeff. We're four and three. We're, we're not. We're looking good. How about that? We're not looking great, but we're looking good. Cincinnati yeah, sure. is winless. Yes. If somehow, if the Rams lost this game, are we done for the season? Ooh, good question. I mean, it's one of those where it's like, not technically, but I think you can pretty much say goodbye to the playoffs because you look at the rest of the schedule. We got a week nine bye. Then we got Steelers, Bears, Ravens. That's uh, three weeks of... Teams that Steelers and Bears, yeah, they've underperformed, but but those are teams that in any given week they can surprise you. The Ravens uh, have, you know, with uh, Lamar Jackson, have been you know difficult for anybody. Um, so you know those are three games that that are you know up in the air. Then we got Cardinals. We should win that one. Sea Chickens. Uh, I feel like uh, we we got yeah. a revenge game coming and and hopefully can uh, take care of business. And then Cowboys and 49ers again. Yeah. Um, you know, those will be both uh, tough games and uh, and then close it out with the Cardinals. So, you know, I, if we lose, this is a game we have to win. We okay. have to win this one if we want to keep our playoff hopes alive. Um, if we lose, then... Yeah, I I mean it's we're not mathematically eliminated by any stretch, but they'd have to go on a hot run. Oh yeah, uh, after yeah. that. Yeah, and as you said, we're we're not necessarily mathematically eliminated, but if the Rams lose to a winless Cincinnati team that's been struggling on all fronts, they don't have this high powered offense, they don't have a great defensive uh, on their uh, uh, pass rush, then I'm going to say that if we lose to them. We're out of the playoffs, not just because I'm looking at the schedule down the road. I'm looking at it mentally for the Rams' sake. Sure. I mean, they, they lost against a a winless team. What really is that saying about your team? And let's not let's hope that doesn't happen. Let's knock on wood. Um and I don't know how Cincinnati can go ahead and win this game. I think the biggest threats is is what? Dalton and and Tyler Boyd and that's about I, it. I don't I know. Think, I, yeah, I think the biggest threat is travel. The travel to London, London that could be the <laughs> X factor. You know, and how a team yes. you know acclimates and and kind of that. You know, really, there's no threat on Cincinnati on paper. Whether we're in Cincinnati or in Los Angeles, that game is won. You know, I I feel like the the X factor there is the the travel and jet lag and and all yeah. that stuff and and I. And I think the disparity between these two teams should be plenty to overcome that threat. And uh, we should we should have this one handily. Oh yeah, we're calling yeah. it right here. That's a win. <laughs> we're, we're calling fact, it a win. Let's just uh, let's just record next week's show right now. Uh, so <laughs> Rams beat uh, the Cincinnati Bengals in London. It was uh, fifty-eight to three. Oh, oh was, there you uh, go. Total blowout. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Rams stopped for tea at uh, halftime and and came out even more rejuvenated. Ate yeah. some mash and bangers and uh, <laughs> That's right. back on the plane they go uh, to the Coliseum uh, for their bye week. But I, yes. you know, the, the timing of this game, um, I, I'm look. It's it's very good for the Rams. You you go to London, uh, you get this win. You have now two wins in a row. You go into your bye. 
Now you're giving yeah. some uh, rest to some of the players that have been on the injury list. Clay Matthews uh, with his broken jaw. There's some reports that he might be back after the bye. Um, so this is good timing for the Rams. And uh, we, yeah, we really need this win. So um, uh, let's hope it happens on Sunday. And uh, let's hope some of the other teams in our division, such as the 49ers, the 49ers have stumped me this season. They have won. They have won every single game. And Oh, yeah. And, and I'm not going to go ahead and discredit the 49ers and Shanahan, but I would really like to see the 49ers take on some of the tougher opponents. I, I know they played the Rams, and we were just kind of a clusterfuck at that point in time, but they, they, they still have to play Seattle. Ravens are a top team that they need to play. The Saints are a top team that they need to play. The 49ers, to me, right now, are a mystery. I don't have them necessarily going into the Super Bowl quite yet. They're going to come to a steaming halt pretty shortly when they take on those tougher teams. Yeah, I, I would be fine with that. Who uh, who are they taking on this week? I think they're taking on Carolina. Is that right? The 49ers oh, are taking on Carolina Panthers uh, this Sunday. That's a game. I mean, you know, Carolina hasn't been terrible. Uh, no, with they're that, currently uh, at a four and two record right now. So um, uh, they they they're due for getting upset by by a team. And uh, let's see, they got well, they got Arizona next week. They're gonna they should win that one. Seahawks, Cardinals. Wow, they got three division games in a row over the next three weeks after this one. Yeah, but then they got Packers, Ravens, Saints. Yeah, they have a tough schedule ahead, with the exception of Arizona twice. They could have the division. I I don't know. It's it'll be interesting to see if if taking on those harder teams maybe uh, brings them back down to earth. But they certainly have started hot. Yeah, can't deny it, that. Yeah, and I, and I really would love to see. Uh, you know, as we get closer to the end of the season, the 49ers, the uh, Seattle Seahawks, and the Rams really just trying to fight for. Um, one of those spots to get into the playoffs because I really, I mean, the Cardinals are out of it. I don't think they're a very solid team right now. Um, but I would love to see that rivalry within the uh, NFC West. I I agree. Uh, rivalry and, of course, us uh, coming out victorious. Absolutely. <laughs> you gotta, you All wanna, right. You want to throw out any bold predictions for this game? For oh, this let me, week? Let me ask you this. Uh, I already did. I already recorded next week's episode. We're, True. Uh, it's it's going to be a blowout. True, you did. <laughs> <laughs> you are you uh you still have Jared Goff uh, on your fantasy team, right? I do. I so, do. What do you do? Are you going to play him? I am going to play him. Okay. Uh, because I actually I made kind of a bold move that I think is going to pay off. I'm hoping is going to pay off. I don't know if you've looked at the Jets' upcoming schedule over the next five weeks after this one, but they play. Uh, Miami, Washington, the Giants. Mm -hmm. uh, I think they also play Cincinnati. So for the bye week um, and a couple of the tough matchups that the Rams have coming up, I picked up Sam Darnold. And I am <laughs> hoping, I'm hoping that that Patriots loss was just a, a, because it's the Patriots and not that Darnold is that inept at the quarterback position, which I don't think he is. I think that was just uh, the Patriots. They've been just a juggernaut this season. Well, for your sake, I, I, I hope so. But Sam Darnold against the Patriots 
he did not look good. He was just, yeah. he might as well just uh, put a uh, eye patch on both eyes and just throw the ball downfield because <laughs> they were picking interceptions off of him left and right. He, oh, he, yeah. he, couldn't, he couldn't even stand up straight yeah. uh, once he got into shock information. He did not look good. Uh, him seeing ghosts on the field. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> yep. It's the Patriots. And you it's know what? He might, right. he might have some residual mono still going through his system. So you never, you never know. He must have fell asleep somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I feel like he, uh, you know, they have Jacksonville this week. And then uh, next week they'll get right against Miami because Miami's doing everything they can to lose. So, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's going to go good. But yeah, no, Goff is my guy in fantasy. Okay. I'm rolling with him. Okay. Uh, I'm going to throw out my bold prediction. Even though we haven't seen much of the running backs uh, this season, I think we're going to have at least, well, we will have one. Well, my guess is we're going to have one running back go for 100 plus yards. All right. I like hearing that. And I wish I could say that that shouldn't necessarily be a bold bold prediction for the Rams. Yeah. But seeing our running backs this year and the calls that Sean McVay has been uh, uh, playing, I really hope that one of them goes off this weekend. Do you have a preference between whether it's Gurley or Henderson? I would love to see Gurley. I would yeah. really like to see Gurley get that 100-plus game. It'd be great to see him back to uh, form. I feel like we still haven't really seen him get back to 100%. Yeah, and uh, this week uh, there was kind of reports out there that Todd Gurley and uh, Coach Sean McVay, they haven't been on the same page. There's been a lot of plays that have been going in for touchdowns, and whether that's Jared Goff running it in, that Todd Gurley isn't even on the field. He's not even watching the play develop while the Rams are in the end zone. And I don't know if if there's any sort of beef going on between them two. Let's hope not, because uh, when you give that much money to a player like Todd Gurley, you, re- you really hope that you're going to utilize him and that he's worth it at the end of the day. So um, they need to cast that aside if there is such beef. And let's hope, uh, I really hope it's Todd Gurley. I concur, doctor. All right. that uh, That's it for this week. Uh, this was a late episode. We had to power this one out on a Friday morning, uh, so apologize to everyone. But hey, we got it out there. That's right. And uh, yeah, be sure for the rest of your uh, Rams updates throughout the week and during the game, follow the Rams House on Twitter at the Rams House. Yes, it's real easy to remember. The and of course, Rams House. There it is. And of course, uh, if you like uh, the rest of uh, your sports. Um, via podcast, go over to the Guys in Shorts show where we talk about sports, entertainment, pop culture, uh, everything that's interesting to... Uh, I mean, if you're a Rams fan, I feel like you'd find uh, what we talk about on the Guys in Shorts show interesting. So check that show out as well. Guys in Shorts. Yes. You can find that wherever you're listening to this one. And uh, and that's it. Shall we call it a day? It's a day. All and right. it's going to be a win. For Darren Besa, I'm Jeff Wilson. Whose house? Rams. Rams house. House.